Hey everyone, it's George from Blockchain TXP and today is the 19th of September 2023 and guess what guys, the global cryptocurrency market is definitely looking green and the price of Bitcoin is looking good and the overall global cryptocurrency market, if you actually look at it via coin market cap, it does show some sign that the prices are increasing. But the reason for that is pretty simple, there is FOMC meeting taking place today and tomorrow that is the 19th and 20th and a lot of the experts do actually feel that the Federal Reserve Board Chair Jerome Powell may not be increasing the interest rate hike and to be honest guys that is the only reason why the price of Bitcoin and cryptocurrency is definitely pumped up so it's going to be really interesting to see what the outcome of the FOMC meeting is so after a few days I'll definitely go ahead and give an update and what kind of an impact will have on the price of Bitcoin and cryptocurrencies so we'll definitely go ahead and explore that news in today's episode now look guys since 2023 the US Security and Exchange Commission is aggressively going after cryptocurrency exchange and they're aggressively going after Binance and in today's episode we have some unfortunate news and looks like the Security and Exchange Commission wants to do some thorough inspection on Binance US and few days ago in my Crypto and Coffee Day podcast I actually mentioned that the CEO of Binance US stepped down and they actually made roughly around 100% redundant so Binance US is definitely not looking good and the US Security and Exchange Commission going after Binance will definitely not look good for Binance and for other centralized cryptocurrency exchanges as well so we'll definitely go ahead and explore that and look as in 2023 so far as investment is concerned investment is definitely died down in cryptocurrencies and a lot of the investment is actually pulling in into artificial intelligence and in today's episode we'll talk about SoftBank and they've actually made a strong commitment of investing in artificial intelligence and this just means that there will definitely not be much investment in the cryptocurrency space so we'll definitely go ahead and explore what that news is all about and to be honest guys one of the interviews that I had with James Butterfield who's the head of CoinShares he definitely go ahead and discussed that that because of ChatGPT has the investment switched from cryptocurrencies to artificial intelligence and looks like that is what has happened and because of investment pulling into artificial intelligence investment in metaverse has definitely suffered a lot so we'll definitely briefly go ahead and explore that in today's episode and finally guys towards the end of the episode we are going to be talking about a decentralized search engine called Esprit Search now listen guys we talk so much about web 3.0 we talk so much about decentralization or distributed how I like to call it now there is a new search engine called Esprit Search so we'll definitely go ahead and explore what that news is all about now look guys decentralized search engine and distributed search engine might sound good but unfortunately guys a centralized entity will offer better user experience and they will be able to customize your unique experience so we'll definitely go ahead and explore what that news is all about now look guys I'm not a massive advocate of a centralized entity but in comparison to a fully decentralized or distributed form of consensus unfortunately the user experience is going to be absolutely pathetic whether you like it or not these are just the facts now if you agree to it or disagree to it mention them in the comments below and guys like we do in every crypto and coffee date podcast i'm going to be discussing two news from the bio and the middle east now both the news this time guys has briefly to do with metaverse now the first news has to do with the real estate summit that is actually going to take place in october so we'll definitely go ahead and discuss that and what is a bit positive and shocking is that it is a student who's going ahead and arranging that real estate summit so we'll definitely go ahead and explore what that news is all about and the event is called as Real Estate Worldscape 2023 so we'll definitely go ahead and explore that news and the second news guys is also to do with metaverse but it is also to do with artificial intelligence and gaming as well and the news is that Seracle is continuing to expand its metaverse and gaming expansion and they've recently entered Saudi Arabia market 
and they're doing that with Maharaba verse. So we'll definitely go ahead and explore what that news is all about. So quite a lot of cover guys in today's episode. So let's kick start with it right away. Welcome to the Crypto and Coffee at 8, the daily podcast that keeps you up to date on all latest developments in the world of cryptocurrencies, blockchain and NFTs. Join us Monday to Friday as you kick off your day with a cup of coffee and a deep dive into the exciting and rapidly evolving world of digital assets. We'll cover the latest news and trends in the cryptocurrency and blockchain space as well as delve into the growing world of NFTs or non-fungible tokens and metaverse. Plus, we'll keep you updated on the latest developments from Dubai, UAE and the wider Middle East region. Whether you're a seasoned crypto enthusiast or just getting started, Crypto and Coffee at 8 has something for you. Our expert host will provide insight and analysis on the most important topics in the industry and help you stay up to date on the latest developments. We'll bring you interviews with leading figures in the crypto and blockchain space and explore the ways in which these technologies are changing the world around us. From the impact on traditional financial systems to the potential for revolutionizing industries and transforming societies, we'll cover it all on Crypto and Coffee at 8. So tune in and join us for a daily dose of Crypto and Coffee at 8 and let's stay ahead of the curve together. We'll start your day off right with the most important news and insights from the world of cryptocurrency, blockchain and the metaverse and help you navigate this exciting and rapidly evolving landscape. In Crypto and Coffee at 8, the daily podcast covers the latest developments in the world of cryptocurrency, blockchain and the metaverse. We'll also bring you updates on the latest news from Dubai, UAE and wider Middle East region. This also includes a range of topics such as developments in the local and blockchain industry including new projects and initiatives, regulatory updates and policies related to cryptocurrency and blockchain in the region, local and regional events and conferences focused on crypto and blockchain, interviews with leading figures in Dubai, UAE and Middle East crypto and blockchain community coverage of any significant news or events related to cryptocurrency and blockchain in the region. By covering these local and regional developments, in addition to the wider world of cryptocurrency and blockchain, Crypto and Coffee at 8 aims to provide a comprehensive overview of the industry and its impact on the Dubai, UAE and Middle East region. Now before we kickstart today's episode, I have an important message, so check this out. Thank you to our sponsors for being part of the Blockchain DXP journey, firstly Advanced Media. Advanced Media Guys is the largest distributor of professional video, photo, broadcast and cinematic equipment and accessories in the Middle East and MENA region. With over two decades of experience, Advanced Media is now the largest distributor in the Middle East, representing more than 100 recognizable brands, including brands such as Zeiss, DGI, Hasselblad, Red and Road. As a matter of fact guys, the very mic that I'm recording is being sponsored by Advanced Media as well. And Advanced Media has showrooms in Saudi Arabia and services as well. Looks like they're definitely taking the Middle East by storm. And here's the beautiful thing guys. They're taking corporate social responsibility very seriously. And they're focusing on three Ps. That is people, planet and prosperity. Now listen guys, if you do want to find out more information regarding the statement of corporate social responsibility, check out the website that is www.amt.tv. And here's the beautiful thing guys. They also want to be a leader and set an example and reputation as a pioneer and member of the community. And in doing so, guys, they also have an AMT scholarship with SAE Institute in Dubai, UAE. So definitely check it out. And also, guys, Advanced Media is committed to persistently developing, organizing, and hosting training workshops, seminars, and community events that educate, 
inform and familiarize consumers with new equipment and the latest technological advances. So listen guys, do one thing if you do want to support this channel. You go to the website that is www.amt.tv and follow the social media channels as well. All of the details are in the show notes below. Next. Shalut Group, a luxury retail and distributor which is headquartered in Dubai, are getting into the NFT game. And here's the deal guys, they are not just getting into the NFT and metaverse space, they are going to be shaping the NFT metaverse and Web 3.0 space which I believe is excellent not just for Dubai and UAE but also for the global cryptocurrency community as well. And guys, Shalut Group's Web 3.0 sneaker brand called Soulmates revealed their first NFT collection on the 12th of April. Now what is really interesting is that it's called as Soulmates, so it's spelled as S for Sugar, O for Orange, L for Larry. Now instead of E, they've replaced it with Web3 and it is the number 3, mates.xyz. And guys, listen, Charlotte Group has over half a century's worth of experience in luxury goods and then getting into the NFT space is a massive deal. Now if you're a sneakerhead, you definitely need to check out soulmates.xyz. And once again guys, the number is 3 instead of an E. It has all the information and in the show notes below, you'll get all the information. And listen guys, if you want to be an early adopter, you can also pre-mint it at www.premint.xyz forward slash soulmates. So definitely check it out and they have a Discord community as well. And guys, Nick, who is the head of corporate innovation at Charlotte Group and also the co-founder of Soulmates has a WhatsApp group where he constantly provides updates in the area of NFTs, Metaverse and Web 3.0. So guys, check out soulmates.xyz and be part of the Soulmates OG NFT that is definitely going to shape the industry. Next, listen guys, there are three things I'm absolutely passionate about. One is death metal, ice cold beer and the third one is extreme sports that is Tough Mudder. And Tough Mudder, guys, is a series of obstacle and mud runs that'll push your physical and mental limits without the pressure of competition. It's essentially a community that is built on teamwork and overcoming obstacles where stepping outside of your comfort zone is the actual reward. And my big question is, guys, when was the last time you did something wild for the very first time? Now listen, guys, Tough Mudder Arabia has a formidable team and one of the events does actually take place on the 14th of October and Tough Mudder Arabia guys is putting across a series of events this year and next year. And the first big event take place on Fujero Adventure Park on the 14th of October. So look at the show notes below, you'll find the registration link. And if you're someone who is in Dubai, there are two days of back-to-back Tough Mudder events as well that takes place on the 11th and the 12th of November at the iconic Jebel Ali race. And finally guys, in the second quarter of 2024, there's a massive event taking place in Ras Al Khaimah and that takes place on the 20th of April 2024. Now listen guys, if you want a season pass, it is at a discounted price. So look at the show notes below for the discounted price. And guess what guys, they have two different distances as well. 5 kilometers and 10 kilometers. And if you have kids, get your kids along. So check out the show notes below to find out more information regarding Tough Mudder Arabia. Next, Startup OI is global one tech platform for tech. It offers global high paying tech jobs with flexibility in working time and location, global free tech events and tech networks to connect with global like-minded engineers. A brilliant platform to listen to the tech experts in Metaverse and to grab their insights. Now listen, all you have to do is download the app Startup OI. If you're using an Android version, go to Google Store and App Store for iOS devices. Alternatively, you can also click on the show notes below to download Startup OI. Next, guys listen, if you're into fitness, if you're into adventure, if you want to do something wild but still want to keep your health in check, 
there is a new podcast in town, a podcast focusing on obstacle course race in the Middle East. The podcast is called The Race Pace Podcast. So check out The Race Pace Podcast across all leading platforms. And The Race Pace Podcast is a peer-to-peer community-driven podcast where they talk all about obstacle course race in the Middle East, from Sandstorm to Spartan Race, from Tough Mudder to Desert Warrior Challenge, and also the Government Gulf Games, and quite a lot more. The podcast has interviews with athletes locally and internationally to get inside scoop on how athletes prepare for obstacle course race. In the podcast, they also talk about interesting stories on why they are motivated to do obstacle course race. And that's not all. They also plan to release seven NFTs. And these NFTs are no ordinary. These NFTs will represent every emirate in the UAE. And listen, guys, these NFTs are going to be absolutely massive. So do one thing. Go to Spotify. Go to iTunes. Go to any leading podcasting platform and search for Rise in the Obstacle Course Race podcast. And finally, guys, not your keys, not your crypto. If you have dabbled with cryptocurrencies and now are seriously getting to protect your cryptocurrencies, there is no better way to protect it by using a hardware wallet. And this is where Ledger Wallet kicks in. And Ledger Wallets are hardware cryptocurrency wallets made by Ledger, a company headquartered in Paris, France. And Ledger's hardware wallets are multi-currency wallets that are used to store private keys for cryptocurrencies offline. And Ledger offers two hardware wallets, the Ledger Nano and Ledger Nano X wallets. They are world-class experts with extensive crypto security backgrounds. They continuously look for vulnerabilities in Ledger products in a constant effort to improve the level of security. In today's world, securing these digital assets is a critical challenge. And this is where Ledger kicks in. So click the link below to buy your hardware wallet and support this podcast. It is a brilliant way to support this podcast. So what are you waiting for? The link is in the show notes below. Now guys, since you've taken care of that, let's kick start by looking at the global cryptocurrency market. Because to be honest guys, the global cryptocurrency market since the last 24 hours is definitely looking good and it is at $1.06 trillion. And if you look at the total cryptocurrency market volume over the last 24 hours, it is actually up by 77.59%. And to be honest guys, there is only one reason for that and that is because the FOMC meeting is currently taking place and there are rumors circulating that because the inflation numbers are not bad, Jerome Powell most likely will not be increasing the interest rate hike and that anticipation is definitely triggered the price of Bitcoin and cryptocurrencies. Now that thing being said guys, the global cryptocurrency market is marginally up by 1.20% and if you look at the total cryptocurrency market volume, it is up by 77.59% but if you look at it in terms of dollar amount, it is still ridiculously low. It is only at $30.88 billion. The volume in DeFi guys is at $2.36 billion. But unfortunately, the total value locked is well below the $40 billion mark. It is only at $38.53 billion. And DeFi guys, as of today, accounts for 7.36% of the total crypto market volume in the last 24 hours. And to be honest, guys, it's going to be really interesting to see what these numbers are. Most likely on 21st, that is September. Because to be honest guys, I wouldn't be surprised if the price of Bitcoin and cryptocurrencies marginally go down and it's going to be really interesting to see what happens over the weekend. Now so far as DeFi is concerned, the total value lock is $38.53 billion and Lido is still dominating so far as TVL is concerned at $14.33 billion. Now one metric which I particularly like since the last 24 hours is that of decentralized exchange to centralized exchange dominance and as of today it is at 20.70%. And look, guys, I've said this so many times in my Crypto and Coffee Date podcast. The moment decentralized exchange to centralized exchange dominance hovers around the 40% mark, 
consecutively at least for a few months or maybe years. That is the time we can confidently state that people are using decentralized exchange and the whole notion of decentralization and distributed nature of working has definitely won. But until and unless we don't touch the 40% mark, we can definitely say that the world is not ready for decentralization or distributed way of working. Now let's quickly run through the 24-hour volume of decentralized exchange. Now Uniswap is number one at $315.45 million. PancakeSwap is number second, guys, at $181.05 million. Maverick Protocol at $76.62 million. Core Finance at $44.93 million. And Torchain, guys, at $39.59 million. Now what I'm looking at is a bit surprising guys because since the last 24 hours the numbers have definitely picked up pace but so far as decentralized exchange is concerned Uniswap and PancakeSwap's volume has not improved a lot but the number 3rd, 4th and 5th protocol the 24 hour volume has definitely increased so it looks like since the last 24 hours people are definitely using decentralized exchange but they are not using Uniswap and PancakeSwap but rather they are using other decentralized exchange that to be honest is a great sign isn't it now if you look at the volume of stable coins, that is not surprisingly great as well. It is only at 28.36%, but stable coins guys account for 91.84% of the total crypto market 24 hour volume. And guys, if you look at the volume of Tether USDT, it is at $22.93 billion. Circle USDC is at $3.93 billion. And finally, Binance USD guys, its volume is well below the $1 billion mark. It is only at $716 million. And in yesterday's episode, we went ahead and discussed the end of Binance BUSD. Now look at this, guys. The total cryptocurrency market volume is $30.88 billion. And out of that, Tether USDT accounts for $22.93 billion. And in yesterday's episode, one of the listeners did actually ask me what would happen if Tether USDT were to go belly up. And to be honest, guys, one of the biggest black on event in the cryptocurrency space might just be Bitfinex's Tether USDT. I really am hoping that thing does not happen. But to be honest, guys, I wouldn't be surprised that that thing would eventually happen. Now, guys, let's quickly run through the market cap. 24-hour trading volume and dominance between Bitcoin and Ethereum. Now, one thing which I've been observing since the last seven days is Bitcoin's market cap has been fluctuating a lot, which just means that it's positive sentiment towards Bitcoin. But if you look at Ethereum, the market cap is literally the same. Now, at one point of time, Bitcoin's market cap was on the verge of going below the 500 billion dollar mark roughly around a week ago it was at 502 billion dollar mark but as of today 19th of september bitcoin's market cap is 522 billion dollar and when i had mentioned bitcoin's market cap was 502 billion dollars ethereum's market cap was around 192 billion dollars but fast forward to today ethereum's market cap has only jumped up by 5 billion dollars and as of now it is at 197 billion dollars so Bitcoin's market cap is $522 billion, whereas Ethereum's is at $197 billion. So it looks like since the last week or so, a lot of market sentiment is focused entirely on Bitcoin. And guys, even if you look at the 24-hour trading volume, Bitcoin's 24-hour trading volume is almost three times of Ethereum trading volume. It is at $15.45 billion, whereas Ethereum is at $5.93 billion. And listen guys, since the last 24 hours, Looks like a lot of volume is taking place on decentralized exchange, but it is not taking place on Uniswap and PancakeSwap. Rather, the volume is definitely high in Maverick Protocol, Core Finance, Torchain, and other decentralized exchanges. Now, if you look at the dominance of Bitcoin and Ethereum, Bitcoin's dominance is 49.06%, whereas Ethereum's dominance is 18.50%. 
Now, in yesterday's episode, guys, we looked at decentralized apps that were currently working on Binance. And in today's episode, we look at decentralized apps that are currently working only on Ethereum. Now, mind you guys, I'm looking at two matrix. The first matrix is in dollar amount and it actually resembles the fiat value of incoming token transfers from unique active wallets to decentralized app smart contract over a period of time. And definitely that is 24 hours. And the second guys is just a number. And that number is the number of unique active wallets interacting or performing transactions with decentralized app smart contract over a period of time so essentially let's say if you see a number of 40 it does not mean that there are only 40 people interacting with these transactions what it means is that there are 40 smart contracts and in these smart contracts there might be hundreds if not thousands of people using it so let me just run through the top five decentralized apps that are currently working on ethereum the number one guys is no surprise it's uniswap version 3 and in terms of dollar amount it is 2.37 billion dollars now if you were to compare it let's say with binance the number is absolutely massive and to be honest guys that is a bit surprising and if you look at the number of active wallets interacting or performing transactions with decentralized app smart contract since the last 24 hours for uniswap version 3 it is 5940 the number second is simple effects in terms of dollar amount it is 862.51 million dollars in terms of number of interactions it is 3960 the third one guys is balancer in terms of dollar amount it is 522.5 million dollars and in terms of interaction with the smart contract it is 251 the number fourth guys is one inch network in terms of dollar amount it is 159 million dollars in terms of interactions it is 4110 and the number fifth dap in terms of dollar amount for ethereum blockchain is cowsop and to be honest guys this is the first time i've actually heard about it in terms of dollar amount it is 59.87 million dollars and the number of unique active wallets interacting or performing transactions with decentralized app smart contract for cowsop since the last 24 hours is 699 now guys before we look at the king of all kings let me run through a protocol called as rweave and the tickle symbol is ar like augmented reality and they are a decentralized storage network so let me go ahead and briefly explain what RVEV is. Now RVEV's primary goal is to create decentralized and permanent storage network as traditional web hosting relies on centralized servers which can be vulnerable to data loss or censorship, right? So RVEV guys aims to provide a platform for data storage that lasts indefinitely. And RVEV hosts something called as PermaWeb which is a permanent and decentralized web. This means that websites, applications and data hosted on PermaWeb are intended to be available and accessible forever as opposed to traditional website that can go offline or lose data. Now listen guys, there are positives and negatives for it as well, right? Because what if there is fake news uploaded on the web? It means that that fake news is on the system forever. What about child pornography and quite a lot of other things? So there are both positives and negatives for having information permanently on a decentralized search engine. Now so far as the cryptocurrency that RV uses, it is called as AR. And it is used to pay miners to store and maintain the network's data and this financial incentive encourages miners to keep data accessible over time and rweave's core technology is called as blockweave which is essentially a variation of blockchain technology and in blockweave guys each data block is connected not only to the previous one but also to a randomly selected earlier block and this unique design incentivizes miners to store more data because they need access to previous blocks to create new ones and receive rewards so definitely an interesting concept i guess now so far sustainability and incentive is concerned 
Arweave is committed to building a sustainable ecosystem around its network and it introduced profit-sharing tokens that actually allows developers to earn dividends when their applications generate network transaction fees and the project also offers support to developers through incubators and boost program. And so far as the token supply is concerned, Arweave has a maximum token supply of 66 million Arweave and the initial supply includes 55 million Arweave or AR and an additional 11 million AR that will be gradually introduced as block rewards get generated. Now, so far as the consensus algorithm is concerned, Arweave actually uses a modified proof of access, also called as POA, which is kind of like a variation of proof of work, and this consensus mechanism, guys, ensures data security and integrity, and it has been audited by multiple security firms to verify its robustness as well. And so far as the token is concerned, Arweave can be purchased on various cryptocurrency exchange, let's say by Huawei Global, even on Who, and it is also often traded on stable coins like Tether USDT and other cryptocurrencies like Bitcoin and Ethereum. So essentially, in a nutshell, guys, Arweave is a decentralized storage network that strives to provide a permanent solution for data storage and hosting through its perma web and blockchain technology. And it also uses its native token to incentivize miners and maintain data accessibility over time while also fostering a sustainable ecosystem for developers and users. Now look, as having data distributed across the world definitely sounds great, but at the same time, there could be dangers associated to it as well. And something which I did mention earlier, what about fake news once it gets uploaded on blockchain? Because of the immutable nature of blockchain, the possibility that fake news lasts forever is definitely risky as well, right? Now guys, let's discuss the king of all kings, that is Bitcoin. And to be honest guys, there is a very high possibility that the price of Bitcoin will actually cross the $27,000 mark in just a matter of couple of hours. Now mind you guys, I'm recording this session in the early hours at 6 a.m. Dubai time. And as of now, it is at $26,822. And since the last 24 hours, it is smashed the up by 1.43%. And since the last 7 days, it is up by 6.70%. Ethereum gas is at $1,639. And since the last 24 hours, it is up by 1.42%. And since the last 7 days, guys, it is up by 6.12%. And if you look at the price of Binance BNB coin, it is at $216. Now, since the last 24 hours, it is marginally up by 0.02%. And since the last 7 days, it is up by 4.94%. And look, guys, there is very short explanation on why the price of Bitcoin and cryptocurrencies has pumped up. And that is because of the FOMC meeting. Now, what I'd really recommend you to do is, guys, go to the Federal Reserve Board website. And it does give you a detailed schedule on when the FOMC meeting takes place. And the FOMC actually holds eight regular scheduled meetings during the entire year. And the scheduled events can be actually found on the website. So the big question is, guys, will Federal Chair Jerome Powell increase the interest rate hike? Now, at this point of time, I really am not sure. But I'm leading that Jerome Powell may not necessarily increase the interest rate hike. And Forbes did actually provide an article which states that investors expect the Federal Reserve to maintain interest rates at current level during its upcoming September 19th and 20th meeting. Now because of this news guys, the S&P 500 has gained 17.3% year to date on optimism that inflation is trending in the right direction. And even if you look at the price of gold, it has definitely picked up pace because of the FOMC meeting. So the big question is guys, what does the FOMC meeting have to do with cryptocurrencies? Now we can clearly tell that because of this meeting, the price of Bitcoin and cryptocurrencies have definitely pumped up. Now look guys, the Federal Reserve Board 
will likely pause on the interest rate hike and opt to keep the Federal Reserve target range between 5.25% and 5.5%. And this, to be honest, guys, will definitely be looking good for the price of Bitcoin and cryptocurrencies. But what would happen, let's say, if Jerome Powell does actually go out and decide to actually increase the interest rate hike? And to be honest, guys, that would have a negative impact on the price of Bitcoin and cryptocurrencies. So this is what I would recommend. Jerome Powell will actually go live on YouTube. Make sure you go out and watch what he says. And when he goes live, there is always a back and forth question in our session with fake news mainstream media as well. And here is the thing you need to understand, guys. Jerome Powell will say something, but the mainstream media will actually go out and put out a completely different narrative, which to be honest is completely different to what Jerome Powell says. And I give this example several times in my Crypto and Coffee Day podcast. In one of the meetings, he was asked if US is heading towards recession and eight times he actually mentioned that based on the numbers, based on the labor market condition in US, recession is definitely not likely. And what mainstream media actually did, they went ahead and published news that Jerome Powell is avoiding questions regarding recession, which is completely not true. So what I really recommend you to do is make sure you listen to what Jerome Powell says. But here's the craziest thing, guys. The market actually reacts to what fake news mainstream media actually says. So it's kind of like a mixture of things that you need to take into consideration because it is possible that fake news mainstream media might go out and say completely different to what Jerome Powell says and that actually impacts the price of Bitcoin and cryptocurrencies. So do your own research and make your own decision. And look, as I've said this so many times in my Crypto and Coffee Day podcast, when it comes to price predictions, all price predictions are 100% right 50% of the time. And I was watching this crazy episode with Peter McCormack, who to be honest, guys, is if not one of the number one podcasters in the Bitcoin space. But one of his guests did actually state that one price of Bitcoin will be reaching in billions of dollars. Absolutely pathetic and garbage information. So when it comes to price influencers, guys, you need to understand that their focus and intention is to create the demand for Bitcoin. And in doing that, people go ahead and buy Bitcoin and their existing net worth in Bitcoin will increase. So you need to have all these things at the back of your mind. Now look guys, Binance is having if not one of the worst years in 2023. And as we know in 2023, the US Security and Exchange Commission is aggressively going after Binance. Now we do have some update and what happened is that on Monday, the US Security and Exchange Commission emphatically called the DC code to grant permission for an examination of Binance US. And to be honest guys, this action does actually reinforce his earlier allegations that Binance US has not complied with the SEC's request to provide necessary and essential documents during the ongoing legal proceedings. And this is where it gets strange and crazy, guys, because the Security and Exchange Commission in US believes that a company called Sifu rebranded earlier this year from Binance Custody. And to be honest, they actually believe that they may be servicing Binance US. And this is an absolutely red flag, isn't it? And what Sifu is trying to do is they are being used to shift US customer funds out of the country and to be honest guys this might have some really bad and negative consequences not just for Binance US but also for Binance International and CZ guys could be in some deep trouble and to be honest guys I'm really hoping that this does not have any negative impact on the broader global cryptocurrency ecosystem and just last year guys if you were to ask anyone if Binance was actually bigger than Bitcoin and there was an impression that Binance is actually bigger than Bitcoin I really am hoping that this does not have a trickle effect or domino effect on other cryptocurrency and blockchain protocols. Now guys, let's discuss investments in cryptocurrencies. And in my Metaverse Everything podcast, I did actually mention that in 2023, 
99% of investors in Metaverse have suffered severe losses. And to be honest, guys, when I'm researching information regarding Metaverse or even cryptocurrency for that matter, I'm definitely not finding any news, particularly in 2023. And this might be because of a lot of interest has been driven or shifted towards artificial intelligence and looks like as one of the giant companies in Japan called a SoftBank, they're aggressively getting into artificial intelligence space and Bitcoin.com article did actually state that because of this news, they may not be focusing into cryptocurrencies and focusing more investments into artificial intelligence. Now, there is an article which is published by Financial Times that is actually reporting that SoftBank seeks OpenAI tie-up as Mayoshi's son, who I believe is the key figure on SoftBank, and the news is that he is planning to have deal free after ARM IPO and the Japanese giant gas is looking to invest tens of billions of dollars in artificial intelligence after ARM's block bluffs are listing. So the big question is guys, what does this mean for cryptocurrency industry? And as I mentioned earlier guys, in 2023 a lot of investments is definitely flowing into artificial intelligence and I'm seeing less and less inflows getting into the Bitcoin and cryptocurrency space. But could it be possible guys that once we get some news regarding Bitcoin spot ETF, these massive giants and hedge funds gradually bring their interest back into the Bitcoin and cryptocurrency space. I'm definitely hoping for that. Now guys, let's discuss some news and this is to do with pre-search engine. Now to be honest guys, I'm not a fan of decentralized search engine. So let me do one thing. Let me go ahead and explain what pre-search is and then I'll give my thoughts and opinion on why a decentralized search engine may not be ideal. So the news regarding pre-search engine is actually published via Bitcoin.com and they're actually stating that pre-search is a revolutionary platform that is changing the way people search the internet and pre-search is a decentralized search engine designed to empower users respect their privacy and provide better search engine and what they are claiming that it is powered by almost 70,000 users computer nodes in more than 100 countries and what the article states in a world where big tech search engines dominate the web with monolithic phase pre-search stands apart as user-centric privacy-focused and community-driven alternative now look guys, let me put this out there. Let's say if there are 70,000 user computer nodes, what is the possibility that Facebook or Google is actually managing all of these computer nodes? If you know the notorious power of big tech, they can definitely do that, isn't it? So that's one of the reasons why guys, I'm not a fan of so-called decentralized search engine. But let's do one thing guys, let's dive deeper into what makes pre-search unique and why it matters. As far as privacy is concerned, Pre-search doesn't track or collect your personal data when you search. This means your search history and online activity remains private unlike traditional search engines that often gather and use your data for targeted ads. And listen guys, as much as I dislike saying it, the targeted ads does actually provide me with services that I'm not aware about. In one of the interviews that I had with the CEO of Sprint.io, I did actually mention about my experience. I am a drummer guys and I was actually looking for a drum module and because I typed in drum module, Google actually showed me one of the drum module which I wasn't aware about it and because of that I went ahead and purchased it. But if you have a decentralized search engine and if it doesn't track your data, you might not be getting these targeted ads. Now granted there are positives and negatives to it as well. But nonetheless, let's go ahead and explore what pre-search does. They also have this section called as user's choice and unlike other search engines that force a single set of search results, Pre-search lets you to choose from a wide variety of search providers. This means you can customize your search experience by selecting the source you trust the most or the ones that suits your needs. Now this goes back to the user experience guys. Imagine searching for something. Now it is giving you an option on where you want to get information from. This might sound cool 
But when you're a user, guys, and let's say when you're traveling, let's say if you're in a coffee shop, you don't want to do that. You want to get information really quickly, right? Now, these are marketing tools and these might sound great, but so far as user experience is concerned, I would definitely give it a zero on the scale of one to five. Now, let's try to explore where blockchain technology and reward kicks in because research guys claim that they utilize blockchain technology, which is known for security and transparency. This makes it more resistant to censorship and ensures that your search results are not manipulated for profit. And you can also earn token guys and as you use pre-search for your searches, you earn PRE tokens and these tokens can be traded for other cryptocurrencies or used for various purposes within the pre-search ecosystem and it is a way of rewarding you for your online activity rather than big tech companies profiting from your data. Unfortunately guys, I'm definitely not buying it because you already have Brave and they have their own token as well. I really am not sure at this point of time, what is it that makes pre-search unique? And if you're a user guys who uses Brave, you should know that Brave also gets the information from Google. Now, so far as community support is concerned, Pre-Search is claiming that they're not controlled by a single company. Instead, it is powered by a global community of users and developers who are passionate about creating a better search engine. And this community support helps Pre-Search independent and focused on user interest. And so far as the governance is concerned, Pre-Search is implementing community governance through Pre-Search Foundation which means that the community has a say in how the platform evolves and operates as well. And they also have cutting edge technology that is free GPD AI and search API. So let me very briefly run through what that is. Cause while pre-search currently uses open AI technology, they are working on their own decent large AI called as free GPT, which will run on pre-search nodes. And this could bring more advanced and personalized search engines in the future. And guys, pre-search is also building a search API which means other search engine applications and AI services can use pre-search reliable search results. And this opens up opportunity for innovation beyond the pre-search platform. And they also have staking mechanism, guys, because they have tokens, you definitely need to have staking, right? And by staking a minimum of 1,000 free tokens, you can earn increased rewards for your searches. So it is kind of like motivating you to get more out of your pre-search usage. And pre-search claims that they also offer keyword staking allowing businesses to gain website traffic by staking their tokens and note staking lets individuals contribute to pre-search infrastructure and earn rewards in return. Now so far as getting started is pretty simple. You sign up, you go to pre-search website, create a free account, you choose your preferred search providers, you tweak your settings and make pre-search your own and you can also start earning pre-search for your online searches and collect PRE tokens as you call. And if you want to maximize your reward guys, you can also consider staking at least 1000 PRE tokens. So essentially in summary, pre-search is not just another search engine. They claim it is a movement towards providing a more private, user-friendly and community-driven way to search the internet. It's about giving people control over their online searches and rewarding them for their participation in the platform. And they claim it is a promising alternative to dominance of big tech search engines. And pre-search offers many benefits and innovatives Here's the thing guys, because they're claiming to use artificial intelligence, what I did is the article that I got via Bitcoin.com, I put it in ChatGPT and I asked ChatGPT to find some of the negatives and drawbacks. So what I'm going to be reading out next is the information directly from ChatGPT and it has identified some of the negatives and drawbacks of decentralized search engine. So let me just read out some of the points. Now the first point ChatGPT says is limited search result quality. And with pre-search allowing users to choose from various search providers, the quality and relevance of search results can vary. And some smaller or less known search providers 
might not deliver as accurate or comprehensive result like Google, something which I definitely agree to. The second point is potential of misuse. Now, while pre-searches, decentralization and privacy features are designed to protect user rights, there is always the potential for misuse and criminals could potentially use pre-search to conduct illegal activities because of the enhanced privacy it provides. And just a few minutes ago, Kaz actually did mention that pre-search also has a foundation and whenever there is a foundation or decentralized autonomous organization, they do follow under the regulation of the US administration and the US government can actually go after pre-search as well and that is an area definitely needs to be checked upon. Now the third point where ChatGPT throat was uncertain sustainability and pre-search's business model relies on advertisers paying in PRE tokens and the long-term viability of this model is uncertain and if it doesn't attract enough advertisers or users, it could face financial challenges and the next negative aspect of pre-search is lack of familiarity and many people guys are accustomed to using well-established search engines like Google and switching to pre-search may require users to adapt to a different interface and search experience which can be a barrier for quite a lot of people. The next point is user responsibility and what ChatGPT throws out is that the concept of owning tokens for using pre-search may require users to take the responsibility of managing their tokens, understanding cryptocurrencies and being cautious about potential scams or frauds in the crypto space which to be honest guys are 100% agree to and what if there is misleading or fake news or child pornography put into the decentralized search engine that is definitely not ideal. The next part is limited adoption and look as pre-searches competing with giants like Google which can be absolutely challenging to gate widespread adoption and to be honest guys the network effect is strong with search engines and convincing users to switch can be extremely difficult and the next part is lack of content filtering and pre-searches commitment to free expression and decentralization means there may be less content filtering compared to mainstream search engines while this aligns with their principles it can also result in display of potentially harmful or inappropriate content in search results and this guys goes back to the whole point of fact checkers right because we talk about fact checkers being a good thing but the fact checkers are notoriously owned by the same extreme left-leaning media as well so these are points we need to take into consideration and also the next point is regarding search engine reliability and the quality and reliability of some decentralized search providers used by pre-search may not match that of established search engines and this could lead to frustration with inconsistent search results and finally cause regulatory and legal issues that is something which I did touch base earlier upon cause pre-search's commitment to privacy and decentralization may put it at odds with government regulations related to content removal, privacy and data protection potentially leading to legal challenges. So essentially, guys, it's important to weigh these potential negatives against the advantages of pre-search and consider your specific needs and priorities when choosing a search engine. So definitely some brilliant points which are actually thrown by ChatGPT. Guys, you also need to remember that you already have Brave Browser, so what pre-search is doing is something not unique. Now, guys, let's discuss two news from the Bayou here in the Middle East. And the first news, guys, has to do with real estate worldscape 2023. So let me break down what this news is all about because a student at the Dubai University is launching a metaverse property event called as Real Estate Worldscape 2023 and this event takes place in October of this year and the event will be accessible via laptop and reliable Wi-Fi without the need for a VR headset and participants will use avatars and select from a variety of characters including Emirati culture attire and the platform is created by Walton Abro and his team with financial support from RIT and Mohammed bin Rashid Smart Learning Program, also called as BMRLP, and participants guys can register on the website 
download the application and choose different avatars as well. And the virtual event takes place in the digital twin of Dubai. And participants aim to analyze market trends to achieve cash flow. And the digital twin includes areas like Palm Jumeirah and Dubai Silicon Oasis, each with different price points and characteristics. And the simulation cards is based on real data spanning from 2023 to 2020, helping participants make property related decisions. And the students' inspiration for virtual stage came during pandemic, emphasizing the potential of the metaverse. And the focus on the real estate sector, guys, aims to promote technological innovation in an established industry. So it's going to be really interesting to see how the real estate world's key event is. And the goal is to achieve real estate sector's mindset and demonstrate the value of technology integration. And over 550 properties are available for investment in the simulation, encouraging informed real estate decisions. And look, as universities in Dubai are definitely recognizing the role in diversifying the economy and supporting graduates in building fulfilling careers and the university offers academic business startup mentoring support and financial resources to innovative startup and funding for this particular project came about from Mohammed bin Rashid smart learning program that actually playing a pivotal role in connecting startups with Dubai Silicon Oasis and the event guys is designed to showcase the potential of the metaverse in real estate and technology integration and it aims to shift perspectives within the real estate sector by emphasizing the value of technology and the event cast promotes informed decision making and wealth building in the Dubai real estate market. So definitely positive news I guess. Now guys let's discuss second news and this has to do with the Kingdom of Saudi Arabia and the news is that Serco is continuing to expand metaverse and rapidly gaining expansion by entering into Saudi Arabia. So let me go ahead and briefly explain what this news is all about. Coserical Gas is a global web infrastructure provider and they are moving into Saudi Arabian market and they are launching Marabawos, which is essentially a platform focused on web3 gaming and metaverse brand engagement. And a new establishment has been set up in Riyadh to oversee operations in Saudi Arabia and other Middle East countries. And the goal is to drive digital innovation and sustainability in the Saudi market. And Marabawos plans to partner with local businesses to create immersive brand experiences in metaverse and even in the Web3 gaming space as well, and top Saudi Arabian brands and businesses will be onboarded to showcase the products, services and identities, and each interaction within the Marabavos will generate carbon credits to offset environmental impact, and Srikant Balero, the founder and CEO of Siraka, highlighted the belief in the transformative potential of Metaverse and Web3 gaming, and Marabavos cars represents a commitment to sustainability and brand innovation, and Seracle plans to integrate SEM, ERP and carbon tracking blockchain solutions and are partnering with local oil and gas construction companies as well. And to be honest guys, this approach strengthens the local ecosystem and helps Saudi brands succeed in the digital asset world. And Seracle is dedicated to shaping a sustainable digital future and empowering brands in Web3 area. And so far as Marobovos is concerned, it is focusing on creating immersive and sustainable brand experiences in the metaverse and Web3 gaming. And environmental responsibility cars as we know is being promoted through the generation of carbon credits and Seracle's expansion into Saudi Arabia does signify the commitment to Web3 innovation and the Riyadh establishment that they are setting up will oversee operations in Saudi Arabia and the Middle East and Marabo World Cars plans to collaborate with local business for immersive brand experiences and the platform will onboard top Saudi brands and promote sustainability and Seracle Gas aims to empower brands and businesses in the Web3 era 
while championing environmental responsibility. So definitely positive news. So those were the news guys from Crypto and Coffee Date from Blockchain DXB. In case if you guys have any feedback or suggestions, drop me an email to info.blockchaindxb.com. Check out my website www.blockchaindxb.com and also check out my website area2071.com that talks everything about metaverse. And guys, listen if you like listening to this podcast, please click on the follow button, give it a five star rating, and share the word across. Now, for the next few minutes, it's going to be an Ask Me Anything series where your listeners can ask any questions regarding Bitcoin, blockchain, beyond blockchain, cryptocurrencies, NFTs, DeFi, and metaverse. So let's kick start with the Ask Me Anything series. Hey everyone, it's Josh from Blockchain DXB. You're listening to the Ask Me Anything series, where your listeners can ask any questions regarding Bitcoin, blockchain, beyond blockchain, cryptocurrencies, NFTs, DeFi, and metaverse. I have a question, my Vinny. You ask, do you think we are heading into the bullish market? Definitely not, Vinny. It's too early to tell at this part of time. Because to be honest, the FOMC meeting is taking place today and tomorrow. But based on the news that I'm looking at right now, there is a very high possibility that Jerome Powell may not necessarily increase the interest rate hike. But listen, if Jerome Powell does actually want to go ahead and reduce the inflation, this would actually be the perfect time to go ahead and maybe marginally increase the interest rate hike. And if that thing happens, what will happen is unfortunately the price of Bitcoin and cryptocurrencies will suffer. Now, I'm not saying that I'm advocating for that. What I'm saying is that you need to understand what Jerome Powell is actually thinking. And at least a month ago, he did actually state that because the inflation is going down, this would be an ideal time to go ahead and fix the economy. So it's going to be really interesting to see what he actually says during the live session. And one theme that Jerome Powell always echoes is getting the inflation down to roughly around 2%. And it's going to take some time, most likely 2024, most likely 2025. So it's going to be really interesting to see what decision does he actually make. And listen, Vinny, what I'd really recommend you to do is go to the Bureau of Labor Statistics website the inflation is definitely not looking good. It is kind of like the best of the worst. Now, if I was Jerome Powell, I'm pretty much sure I'd be looking at all these things. I'll be looking at what is going to happen in the near future. And one of the biggest events that is taking place is the drama in the US election. And to be honest, you need to go to factor all these things into consideration as well. There is potentially talks about World War Three. I'm pretty much sure Jerome Powell will be taking all these things into consideration and then making an informed decision. So it's going to be really interesting to see what kind of decision he makes. But what I'm going to be doing is winning. I'm definitely going to be covering that news in my Crypto and Coffee Day podcast. And you're going to check what kind of an impact does it have on the price of Bitcoin and cryptocurrencies. Now what I tend to do is whenever Jerome Powell goes live, what I tend to do is I tend to track the price of Bitcoin and cryptocurrencies 3 to 4 hours before he's going live, while he's going live, and 3 to 4 hours after he has gone live and to be honest before he's going live there's slight movement in the price of bitcoin and cryptocurrencies but here's where it gets crazy while he's actually live at least for the next three to four hours to be honest there has never been much improvement or decline in the price of bitcoin and cryptocurrencies but three to four hours after that when mainstream media picks up the news when they put out their own fake narrative that news is actually what drives the price of bitcoin and cryptocurrencies either in an upward or downward direction. So it's going to be really interesting to see what kind of news mainstream media does actually put out and what kind of an impact that will have on the price of Bitcoin and cryptocurrencies. And to be honest with you, that is one of the reasons why I said, make sure you go and watch what Jerome Powell does actually state live in the YouTube channel. Don't take that word for word and make your investment decisions. 
Because one thing which I mentioned earlier is mainstream media, they tend to put out their own narrative. And that news unfortunately drives the price of Bitcoin and cryptocurrencies and even the S&P world and even the stock market and trading world as well. So you need to be taking into consideration all those factors as well. And like I say always, there's all price predictions based on these numbers or data is 100% right, 50% of the time. Those are my thoughts and opinion on it, but definitely appear interesting. And that's about all guys from the Ask Me Anything series on Blockchain DXB. In case if you guys have any feedback or suggestions, drop me an email to info.blockchaindxb.com. Check out my website www.blockchaindxb.com. And also check out my other website area2071.com that talks everything about metaverse. And guys, if you like listening to this podcast, please click on the follow button, give it a faster rating and share the word across. And remember guys, Monday to Thursdays, 8 a.m. to 8.30 a.m. we have Crypto Coffee at 8, where we cover top news and information pertaining to Bitcoin, Blockchain, Beyond Blockchain, Cryptocurrencies, NFTs, DeFi, and Metaverse. And how the series of episodes on the Crypto Coffee at 8 works is, we usually cover some top news and information pertaining to the price of Cryptocurrencies, some major breaking news, occasionally short and sweet news as well, news that has an impact on the Cryptocurrency world. The other two news and information is related to Dubai, UAE, and Middle East in the world of Bitcoin, Blockchain, Beyond Blockchain, Cryptocurrencies, NFTs, DeFi, and Metaverse. And what you're listening to right now is the Ask Me Anything series, where your listeners can ask any questions regarding Bitcoin, Blockchain, Beyond Blockchain, Cryptocurrencies, NFTs, DeFi, and Metaverse. So thanks so much for listening, guys, and have a nice one. Bye bye.